Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL fantasy football podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming, eat nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guarantee we get it hype. Fantasy football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy. Eat, sleep, fantasy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Eat, Sleep, Fantasy football podcast. My name is Dale, and joining us today, uh, I don't think he's been on the episode or two for like a couple weeks. Yeah. Armando Crespo is in the house. What's up, man? Hey, Dale. Sorry, I've been uh, busy with stuff. Not really busy. I just have a nine o'clock curfew. <laughs> You just have other things. It's okay. <laughs> it's not. It's not uh, nice. But what? Fuck it, right? <laughs> uh, we have a lot of stuff to go over today. A lot of housekeeping issues. Uh, we're gonna go over some news. This might be a quick podcast. It might be fun. Uh, you know, twenty minutes. I bet. I don't know. I don't know how long it's gonna take. But um, let's. We're gonna go through some news. Some stuff that you might want to know that happened over the week or two. Um, last week or two. And uh, I don't know what else. What else are we gonna talk about? Uh, we have announcements that are important to you. Yeah, yeah. Well, they're important to us, but I guess they're more important to me yeah. for some reason. <laughs> um, a couple things, guys, really quick. If you aren't part of our texting service, it's pretty cool. We're not using it a ton right now, but we're gonna get more and more into it as the season approaches. I don't want to spam you guys or you know do anything too much to discourage you guys from doing this again. But if you text. ESF to 55222. Just go on your cell phone, your smartphone, whatever. If, uh, type ESF and do it to the number 55222. You automatically get uh, entered into our system. And then when we ever have big announcements, for instance, if we're giving away stuff like we've done in the past, um, you can all get all those alerts before everybody else. So sometimes I'll say, hey, first person to email me uh this answer to the trivia question wins blah 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 uh, you guys get it first so um check that out another cool thing is uh and i've gone right into this i don't know if i should but oh well um another thing is we are working on our draft kit and all other kind of good subscription service that we're working on for this year it's going to be bigger and better than last year and cheaper um and a lot cheaper too uh, to Armando's, uh, uh, Armando d- doesn't like that we're this much cheaper, but, um, whatever I kind of begged him for like a week. Right. Uh, so we're doing a draft kit, which is including, uh, like 10 or 15 really, really thoughtful, uh, really good articles that you're really going to need for drafting. Uh, it comes with all kinds of rankings and edible cheat sheets this year. So edible? not only are you going to get, huh? Edible. Yeah, like edible, you know, mm. editable. <laughs> I don't know which which way it would be, but it just sounds like it <laughs> Is tastes it spelled good. the same? I don't know. I don't, that's good. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We need somebody smarter. Editable. Editable. Yeah, editable. Not edible. It's editable. <laughs> Edit, editable. Uh, I do not think that's the way you say it. Um, anyway, so like, not only are you going to get our rankings on an Excel sheet, but then you can kind of make your own, you know, if you're like, Hey, these guys, you know, really don't like, 
in Damien Williams. I'm going to move him up for my drafts. You can do that all through the sheet. You have all the players there, so you can make your own. Editable. Yeah, resell it if you want to. Editable. That's how, that's how Google <laughs> says it. Okay, just so you know. Editable. <laughs> Not edible. It's ed- editable. Editable. Well, that, you know, we should have edible cheat sheets. We should. Like, uh, sheets made out of food that you can actually eat. Like sushi paper. Like we print. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's, that's easy perfect. to do. Yeah. Probably cheap, right? Yeah, definitely. And it doesn't People be really And it lasts for years, too. So if you don't use it this year, you can use it next year. There you go. Um, also, uh, let's see. So we have all that. Check that out. Uh, EatSleepFantasy.com. Even if you were a member last year. You're going to have to go in and make a new username and password and all that stuff. So check that out when you can. Uh, we do have a special announcement coming soon. Um, if you were a member of Eat Nation last year, we're going to give you something really, really cool. Um, so it's completely separate. So you guys, if you want it, go ahead and get it. And then we're going to give you something awesome. But we can't announce it yet. Can we give the, Can so we give him one of the balls that we don't know who signed it and just like <laughs> we should just a random? Yeah, uh, the first person to, to say they you know t- you know was on it last year, we'll get a free football. We don't know who the fuck signed him from Dallas, but we have a stack of footballs with some bullshit yeah. on there. I know we have one ball that's Cream Hunt, and I think some defensive no name player. Yeah, that was my that was on the Chiefs. But there's some other guys. If you're, I don't know who the fuck they are. I, I didn't. <laughs> All I know is I got Kareem Hunt and then like eight other guys. I have no idea yeah, yeah. what they do. Uh, we definitely have Aaron Jones. We talked about that before. But then I think we also have a, um, a Ty Montgomery one maybe. I don't know. Ooh, Anyways. There's some uh, winners in we're, there. We're going to figure something out. Um, I'm going to do it all through the texting service. So if you guys want to know how to get – I don't know. I'm going to figure something out. We haven't really figured it out. I probably shouldn't even be talking about it right now. But we're going to figure it out, and it's going to be awesome. Go ahead and sign up for the draft kit if you guys are going to get it. And then when we figure out what we're going to give you, we will. Yeah. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is draft night out. Man, we are five minutes in the podcast, and we haven't gotten to anything yet. I'm just doing commercials, basically. No, yeah. But we are doing draft night out in Dallas, July 13th. Go to draftnightout.com. Uh, simultaneous live drafts, trivia, Simultane- food. Huh? What did you say? Simultaneous yeah, yeah, we're gonna be drafting like all at the same time, like how we did in Vegas last oh. year. We're gonna do that in Dallas. Yeah, so there's gonna be like ten leagues drafting all in the same room at the same time, winning prizes, doing all kinds of cool stuff. So go check that out. Sign up for that. Hang out with us in Dallas in the summer, July thirteenth. Draftnightout.com. We're doing a sleeper wire podcast. Good guys over there. So, all right, that's everything. Is it? Yeah. I think we, yeah, I think we covered it all. Yeah, I think so. Um, all right, another thing really quick. <laughs> I did say before game one of the finals, I said Raptors in six. I still believe that. I know it's in, we're releasing this on a Wednesday after the game three has been played. I don't know what the outcome is, but I'm telling you, I said Raptors in six. And I still believe it. Do you really think, did, did you really predict that? Yes, I did. Yeah, go look in our group chat. I believe you. I just, uh, I don't, yeah. I, I'm shocked. Yeah. I think that's a good, I, I pray that's the case. I think that'll be one of the biggest upsets ever. Uh, Steph Curry is just really, really fucking good. Like, he's really good. And, uh, but if KD stays a little hampered and Clay Thompson may or may not play. Yeah, Cousins is a little banged up if he's even playing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 
Uh, do we sound like basketball analysts? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> we should just launch a podcast right now. Basketball, end of season. <laughs> uh, we are burrito-less today, so that's a that's a, uh, a if you haven't noticed that, um, we're gonna be moving right along here. Okay, uh, we're gonna go over this, some news. I want to get some reactions from Armando. I have my own thoughts on a couple of things. Sure. Uh, we may we may get into a little bit of rankings as we're talking about the news, talking about these players and what to expect. And um, okay, let's just get into it. Sure. Let's get right into it. Right into it. All let's right. do it. The very first thing is, um, oh, wait. Wait. Okay. Just get into it, Dale. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm going on another tangent. Okay. Austin Severian Jenkins cut by the Patriots on Wednesday. The first day of camp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The first day of camp. Exactly. Um, I don't know. I think it was a little bit of a surprise for a lot of people. Uh, but you know, obviously Gronk is gone and he's not ever coming back. And Ben Watson is, uh, suspended for the first four games for PEDs that leaves Matt Lacoste basically yeah. on their, uh, on their roster and probably going to get the starting role. We said a long time ago, and I don't know, I know some people have differing opinions. Some people agree with us, but, and I, I'm saying us and I'm pretty sure you feel the same way. Austin Safarian Jenkins was never going to be the next Gronk, and I don't care what tight end is there. They're not going to be this elite tight end just because, I mean, Gronk was special. <laughs> He's probably yeah. one of the best tight ends to ever play football. So yeah. to think that, oh, just because Tom Brady likes to throw to Gronk, he's going to throw to other tight ends, that's not the case. And it's probably not the case for whatever tight end plays uh, in 2019. Do you I'll, agree? I kind of agree. I mean, last year they played with Gronk banged up and – you know, he was what a mediocre at best tight end. I think Ben Watson will be pretty much a replicate of what Gronk was. I would say um, he was Gronk was like a low end or uh, tight end twelve in that area, um, and I think Ben Watson when he gets on the field will be around that area. Um, right. He was that. Yeah. He was with that with the Saints. You know, so I can imagine him. You know, meeting that. It's not a lot. It doesn't take a lot to be a tight end twelve at all in the NFL. No, it doesn't. No, you're right. You're right. So no, you're absolutely right. So I mean, he might have a few big games, and yeah, he's worth owning. I think um, if you're a tight end needy guy. But other than that, right. I would I wouldn't bother Matt Lacoste. Maybe in a dynasty format, or you know, pick up a couple of the other guys. But I mean, I think Ben Watson right. is going to be the guy to end to own by the end of the season. Sure. All right. Uh, this is pretty interesting here. I think we can go with a pretty good. Uh, a pretty good conversation with Duke Johnson. Um, so, you know, in the off season, it was, you know, Duke Johnson seemed to be good, blah, blah, blah. He wants, you know, he, he wants to stay in, you know, Brown's uniform. And then they go ahead and uh, pick up Kareem Hunt and basically kind of kicking Duke Johnson to the curb, kind of, right? Kind of. Duke Johnson gets mad. And he's now he's saying he wants to get traded. I mean, what do you think is going to happen, Dale? Uh, I don't know. I mean, it seems like this is kind of like turning into a little bit of a player's league, right? Like kind of like the NBA. Yeah. And if he wants to be traded, he's going to get traded. I don't know. I, w- I wouldn't put it past him. But, man, if this could really shake things up in fantasy land, if you've already drafted and, you know, if you did a really early draft if you're in Dynasty League or something like that and – you have Duke Johnson. His his value can skyrocket if he lands on the right team. If he's traded to the right team. Yeah, I will say this. Just look. I'm looking at his contract right now. Right now, he's due uh, one million eight hundred for this season. 
and then next season it jumps to 36. Um, so it's going to double next season. So I can see them completely holding on to him and trading him next season. I don't imagine. You mean 3.6? Yeah, 3.6 mil. Okay. okay. Um, so which it's double what he's going to make this season. So I can see them just saying we're going to hold on to him this season. I mean, they're not going to have Kareem Hunt all season until week eight. So there's no. Right. I don't see a reason why they would even consider trading Duke Johnson right now. Right. And at, by week eight, you know, they'll. I think they'll just hold on to him and trade him in the offseason. I don't think he's going to get any happier. Um, so I right. think I don't think it makes any sense for them to trade him. Um, I do think, at least for this season, I don't think he's going to go anywhere. But if he does, you're right, absolutely. If he, go, if he gets trades to any other team, like he's going to have you know top 24 value. But right now, I, I think he's a scrub. Yeah, I mean, you know, just a year or two ago, well, you know, he was a top 12 PPR running back. You know, um, so. I mean, maybe someone, yeah. maybe someone blows their heads off the water, you know, in midseason with an injury. Like they need someone needs to sign that offer RB two, um, a round two draft pick next season. Yeah, they'll take that. But I don't right. think I don't think they're going to rush anything. I mean, they they won't have a backup running back until week eight if they trade Duke Johnson right now. Right, right now Duke Johnson is around running back fifty according to Fantasy Pros uh, consensus rankings, including our consensus rankings. Uh, he's right around RB fifty. Uh, so that puts him, um, you know, around the Adrian Peterson, Carlos Hyde uh, type players. Yeah. Are you, are you, is that about where he should be? I have him at 46. I just bumped him up a little bit to like 42. I think he has upside, especially in the beginning of the season. I mean, if you're, you know, in a pinch for running backs, I think Duke Johnson does have the upside. Um, I mean, I have him behind guys like Deion Lewis, and I have him behind Cream Hunt as well. Um, I think I'd mm. rather have a handcuff to an elite running back over Duke Johnson. But if you end up, you know, whiffing on a bunch of running backs to Johnson's area, I think he's decent. Adrian Peterson or Duke Johnson? Adrian Peterson. Yeah. And standard. Uh, same here. What about uh, LaShawn McCoy or Duke Johnson? What? LaShawn McCoy or Duke Johnson? Uh, Duke Johnson. Yeah, uh, that's close. But yeah, uh, yeah, that's close. I don't know. I gotta look back at my rankings. I don't have my rankings pulled up. That's uh, all right. That's fine. Last one. Of a season long. I mean, I, his his he's his value is gonna sky uh, plummet. After Cream Hunt gets back, I think. Oh yeah, I know people don't aren't looking into Cream Hunt's value very deep. You know, whatever it's a depth ad, blah blah. blah but Cream Hunt's pretty good too. And if he's held when when he gets back and he's healthy and he's rostered on that team, I mean, what's stopping him? Cream Hunt know? is the. I mean, I, I we can argue all you want. I think Cream Hunt is the best running back on that roster. Um, I like Nick Chubb and everything, but I think Cream Hunt is a better overall running back. I think he has elite top twelve talent. Chubb hasn't showed that yet, so um, yeah. I, th- I think Johnson just gets thrown in the back burner if everyone's healthy week eight, which I don't imagine everyone will be. Something's going to happen. Running backs get injured. Right. right. And let's be honest, LaShawn McCoy might not even play till week eight or might not play through <laughs> week eight. I mean, there, yeah, there's, a, there's a good chance he's going to get cut, so we'll see. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, just keep an eye on this Johnson deal and watch the rumors online. I think it'll be really interesting as, you know, things unfold. Um, yeah, I mean, where would – do you want to just play hypothetical really quick? 
like where where would he be good at? And he could really muddy the waters up in a lot of places. Who, Duke Johnson? Um, yes. Sure. Uh, the Jaguars? I think he would be terrible with the Jaguars if Fournette is healthy. It would muddy the water. It, again, it would, it would just muddy the situation there because Leonard Fournette, and I said this a couple weeks ago, You know, we've seen the best of Leonard Fournette already. We're not going to see a better Leonard Fournette than what we've already seen. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I think. I, I don't know. It, as long as everyone's healthy, I, I think that they're they're a one running back team. If Luke, right. Duke Johnson sure. lands over there, I mean, they they traded for fucking uh, Carlos Hyde last season. Like it's yeah, yeah. They didn't do anything right. with him. Um, okay. I think honestly, in my opinion, I'm a, the Buccaneers. Like if he, I, anyone else you throw out there, I don't. It's just going to muddy the waters. I think the Buccaneers is the only right. one that's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. You know, right? Everyone else is like. Sure. I mean, they have the Texans on here. It's like it's the same thing. You have Lamar Miller, you have Dante Foreman. It's a mess. You're, they're they're gonna spread the ball around. They're all gonna be useless. Yeah. So okay. Uh, well, speaking of Carlos Hyde, let's talk a little bit about Damian Williams, mm-hmm. uh, the Chiefs' offensive coordinator. Said Damian Williams is a starting running back, and uh, they believe in him. Blah blah. blah. He's gonna he expects him to excel in the role. Uh, a little bit of coach speak, and we're going to see and hear more and more coach speak as we get closer to the preseason. But, uh, okay, so Damian Williams' value basically uh, jumped probably five, six spots in consensus rankings over the last week, which is a pretty big move. Where do you think he is going to be in this Kansas City offense? Is he going to be the bell cow, the three-down back with Carlos? The reason I mentioned Carlos Hyde, obviously, they picked up um, Carlos Hyde in the off season, and they also drafted Darwin Thompson. So and they drafted, they have two rookies on there right now, or and they have a sophomore, another Williams. Um, yeah, I think I mean if you're drafting right now, I think Damian Williams is a solid RB two. Um, but we do this thing on our draft kit, like we project week one starters, and then we project week sixteen starters. And I'm pre- going to project a different running back to be a starter for the Kansas City Chiefs by week sixteen. Um, that that is, yeah. it's one of the most, you know, first of all, Dave, I, I'm a, we're Dolphins fans. And one thing we know about Damian Williams is if he gets the work, he gets injured. Um, I'm not yeah. saying he's injury prone, but he's a small build. And I think he fits the mold of what they want, but he's small. And I don't think he can carry a load throughout the entire season, but that's the same thing with Carlos Hyde. He can't carry the load. So, um, I'm going to project, you know, the guy, the two, it's gonna be Darwin or the other Williams that they drafted um, to be the starter. I just by the end of the season, I think you're gonna get Damian Williams. He's gonna be great for the games he plays, but eventually he's gonna yes. he's gonna get injured, and you're gonna be looking for another running back. I am not feeling very confident to put Williams in the top twelve uh, running back situation. I would not want him as one of my RB one on my team, uh, guys. And you tell me if I'm crazy. I'll give you a couple names that I rather have over Damian Williams. That includes Dalvin Cook, Marlon Mack, Derrick Henry, Aaron Jones, and Dante Freeman. No, I'm looking at my rank. I'm I'm, I'm just my rankings right now. I have Damian Williams, number twenty four. I rather have Eesh. I rather have um, Lamar Miller, Mark Ingram, Devontae Freeman, Derrick Henry. I mean, I have Derrick Henry at nineteen. That's steep, man, for a starting running back on the Chiefs' offense. I and mean, he did well. You know, towards the end of last season when he when he was getting the work too, you're yeah. just betting all this on injury. I'm just betting on 
yeah, not injury, just like overall use throughout the. I mean, last year they did the same thing. Damian Williams didn't get all the work with Spencer Ware there. I think that they're with Carlos. Carlos Hyde is better than Spencer Ware. Damian Williams may be getting the starting job, but that doesn't mean you're going to get all the work. Right. Sure. Um, so I think it's going to be somewhat of a you know three headed monster, two headed monster, and I think Damian Williams can be the first to fall behind then Carlos Hyde. I don't think he. Okay. Can, I don't think he can carry the load as an RB one with more than if he gets more than twelve carries. I don't think he'll last five games. Okay. Uh, would you? Are you taking Phil Lindsay over Damian Williams? Yeah. Okay. Phil Lindsay is going to be interesting, and we're going to talk more about him. Uh, I'm writing some stuff up on uh, Phil Lindsay now. Um, I think that's going to be a pretty interesting call. I think a lot of people are going to be right, and a lot of people are going to be wrong on Phil Lindsay. He's I, uh, he's. He's going to be one of these guys that are right on the edge of uh, believers and non-believers, I think. Just real quick, go around Phil, Phil Lindsay. I think that he's going to be one of the biggest busts this season. If you look at Very his, I, I just if you look at his yards after contact, it was god awful last season. Um, and I just don't see. Uh, maybe he replicates it again. Maybe he doesn't. I mean, I just think that that's going to catch up to him, and I think Roshroom is going to get the job. And maybe hold on to it. And Phil Lindsay might be more of a PPR guy, and the you know okay. big big play type person. Okay. I'm not gonna spoil what I'm gonna say, so I'll wait. But I have some good stuff coming. Maybe next episode. I'll, oh come I'll on, just tell me. Just, just tell me, dude. Just tell us. Just tell us. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're not gonna tell us. <laughs> next guy I want to talk about. Um, there's kind of rumors and what looking at in OTAs that Carson Wentz has a very strong connection with Deshaun Jackson. Are you buying into this? The the thing about Carson Wentz is I don't feel like they can really, he's really good. The Eagles are really good, but I mean, they haven't supported a good wide receiver in a few years now. Like, I don't know. I think he's a wide receiver three. He's sure he has connection. I'm sure he'll catch a couple bombs and score a couple touchdowns, but I don't know. Like, I feel like they spread the ball around too much. I mean, they got Whiteside, they got Aguilar, they got Alshon Jeffrey, they got Ertz. There's going to – look, Deshaun Jackson, I know exactly who he's going to be this year. He's going to have maybe three or four games with 140 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know? <laughs> That's what he and does. And then all the rest, he's going to end up with 25 yards – two receptions and no touchdowns, you yeah. know, like uh, that's just the kind of player and that's the kind of offense they're going to run. Um, big boomer bus guy. Uh, I have him in a few of my best ball leagues that I've done. By the way, our draft kit and our memberships are going to have a lot of best ball uh, strategy. Thank uh, you. At Josh, one of our writers. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's doing a lot with best ball too. So keep an eye on that. But um, yeah, man, this, uh, this Jackson stuff for redraft purposes, and if he's there, let's see where where he's ranked on, uh, on the Fantasy Pros consensus rankings. And uh, I'll tell you if that's a fair. Uh, Jackson. Jackson. He's currently number hey. 62. I don't know if his, my rankings are theirs, but, um, yeah, he's number 62. Where is he at for you? Yeah, the, the ex- expert consensus is 43. Okay. Uh, 40, 43rd wide receiver. Um Going around guys like Larry Fitzgerald, Curtis Samuel, uh, James Washington, Anthony Miller. Yeah. I would rather have so. everyone you just said over Deshaun Jackson. 
Yeah, I would too. I mean, there's a lot of upside. When I'm when I'm looking at Deshaun, when you're going that deep, right? When you're looking in the wide receiver 40s, you're looking. You're not looking for a safe or you know. You're looking for a big upside. And yeah. Deshaun Jackson just doesn't have. I know. That big of an upside. I imagine that my do. ranking for him at 63 is too low, just because. Probably. Just because of, you're right, he's going to have those big games, and that's going to make up for all the shitty games. But you're never yeah. going to want to start him. That's the thing. Yeah. Like you, you can't trust that. You can't base like a game on. I'm sorry, Deshaun Jackson. Can I can I bait you into taking Adam Humphreys over Deshaun Jackson? You want to hear something funny? I have Adam Humphreys at 49, so <laughs> <laughs> I have him ranked higher. <laughs> so no, you can't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, that was pretty much all the news that we have. Is there any news that I missed? Um, well, I think Javoris Allen signing with the Saints isn't big news. I think for uh, drafting purposes, I think this kind of muddies waters for Latavius Murray because I think Javoris mm-hmm. Allen is more of a you know Alvin Kamara type running back. Right. Um, so. Right. I don't know if it muddies the waters or what, but I think I had Latavius Murray pretty much taking over the uh, Mark Ingram role, and I think they're just they might just be focusing on you know Alvin Kamara in the end, and Murray's just yes. enough. I think they're all in on Kamara. I mean, Latavius Murray is going as like a you know in the twenty four to thirty six range uh, as far as running backs go. So uh, I probably am not going to own a lot of Latavius Murray because I just I really believe that. Alan Kamara is going to be the man. Yeah, I'm, um, I you know, I'm, I don't doubt it. There, there's some more Rashad Penny hype in Seattle that I'm going to, you know, I think the upside is there enough to draft him over Latavius Murray. Um, you know, it really starts becoming a question, you know, with the guys like Jarek McKinnon and Ronald Jones, like those kind of guys. It's like then you really start have to start thinking about what kind of running back you want when you get down to the, you know, mid to late 30. Yeah. 35 to 40 running backs. Yeah. I, I don't think, uh, yeah, I agree with you. Um, and the other piece of news, uh, I don't know if it matters, but Tevin Coleman is expected. I don't know if you guys talked about this last time, but he's expected to lead 49ers in touches. Um, personally, I'm not going to own any of them. I think they're all, it's just going to be a giant, like, 10 carry guys all three of them yeah if it's one running back i'm owning it's tevin coleman though like yeah if i'm if i can get him for a deal i'm getting tevin coleman um i'm are you okay with looking at your roster and having tevin coleman as your rb2 no no i'm not i would be panicking mm-hmm. okay because i have rb2 on the leagues <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I mean, looking at looking at my roster, I went running back heavy, or wide receiver heavy, and ended up with Tevin Coleman as a my RB two, and I'm not really super confident to be honest with you, but I'm I okay mean, with it. If you have Tevin Coleman and then you have guys like Ronald, I I, I personally love Ronald Jones, and you have guys like uh, Royce Freeman, and you just throw a right. dart at a bunch of guys that could become right. um, like Kalen Balaj. If you just throw like these are all guys that can easily take the role and be an RB, you know top 24 running back and you have Tevin Coleman to carry the load to start the season. Sure. But if you don't have any like high upside depth, I think you're fucked. Sure. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, 
You know, one guy that I've noticed that I'm really jealous that I don't get, um, but I'm jealous of the teams that have him, is Darius Geis. I haven't pulled the trigger in drafting him yet. I've been in a couple drafts. I haven't pulled the tr- trigger yet, but it's usually like a couple picks after I pick my like RB2. And I say, man, like Darius Geis pops. He can be a steal of the draft. I don't you know, think if he's, he's going man. And he... And he, if he's going to be what we thought he was going to be last year, I know Adrian Peterson recently came out and he said his goal and for two thousand yards rushing this season. Yeah. Which, uh, hey, high goals, I guess, right? That's good. But yeah. Um, you know, if Darius Geis pops and he's going to be the guy that we thought he was last year, he's going to be. That's a massive steal. No, I agree. Getting him in dynasty, it's fantastic. He's going to be a steal, but I just don't. I think that coming off a big injury, you had they also drafted Love, who's also injured. But I mean, and they also have a bunch of Smaj Perine. They have I don't know if they still have Rob Kelly. I feel like they have a shit ton of running backs over there. Like I don't know. I think I think guys is one year away from being what what you expect. Right. I mean, he's going like okay. So imagine you're drafting and you're looking at like Mark Ingram, Phil Lindsay, and Darius Geis. Like I'm more confident with Mark Ingram. But at the end of the day, I'm going to look at my roster and look at the next guys and say, man, Darius Geis, he, Mark Ingram's going to be an RB2, right? Yeah. Darius Geis could be like a high-end RB1 if if he's healthy on that team. I truly feel that way. Uh, he I definitely mean, has a shot. But they're not – Geis isn't going in the same area as Mark Ingram, is he? Uh, around, yeah. That's he is. a little crazy. That's a, that's a big yeah. – that's a gamble. I feel like that's a bigger gamble than anything else. I rather wait if he's if that's who you're looking at and just get like, you know, Justice Hill or uh, Deontay Foreman. Just go even deeper. Like I think that he's just they're all just as big toss ups as guys. Right. Yeah. Or Austin Eckler. Uh, I'll probably be talking a lot a little bit more about guys as well. I I really do like him. So. Um, All right. I have one more piece of news. Uh, the Seahawks. Oh, I got two. Oh, Go ahead. Okay. Uh, Seahawks um, OC said that Jaron Brown is having an unbelievable offseason. And six, since Doug Baldwin did retire, they are kind of like, they have kind of a mess behind Lockett. Um, they have Metcalf, Gary Jennings, Brown, and they have uh, David Moore. So, I mean, that's, that's, if you're looking for a high upside late draft type of guy, I think Jared Brown might be interesting if this is true. You know, I might just be smokescreen and trying to motivate the other three guys. But, <laughs> right. I mean, he was okay in certain games. Jared Brown was very usable. Yeah. I uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm not touching him. I'm, no, I'm not. I, mean, I think Lockett still is only – well, I guess DK, DK Metcalf too, but um, – I don't know. I'm not. I'm not excited about any of the Seahawks wide receivers. No, really. no. I'm. I'm I, I love Lockett. I think he's gonna be great. Um, I would just throw a dart at all. Like in the draft, if the if I'm looking at sure. my last bench spot, I'll just throw a dart at whoever's available. It doesn't matter which one. It, one of them is gonna be an, a good wide receiver. It, it's yeah. anyone's guess. I mean, it might even be Gary Jennings, who's probably the most outside shot. Um, right. Right. I mean, last year we had the Packers take MVS. St. Brown and Jamon Moore was the first one they took in the third round. And the MVS who they took in the fifth or sixth was the one that actually popped off. So we don't yep. know anything. Yep. Um, all right. Uh, just in case you didn't know, this is going to be quick. Le'Veon Bell, uh, 
you know, he skipped the first two weeks of voluntary OTAs. And, and he got robbed yesterday. Stole no, half a million too. dollars worth of jewelry. Poor kid. <laughs> Dummy. That's dumb. Yeah. Right? Very dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he did report to minicamp, so that's a good sign. At least he's back playing football. We'll see how he holds up after uh, spending full year not playing football. So we'll yeah. see about that. But who was – I think it was uh, – was it Chad Johnson – which, oh man, I can't remember who it was. Always saying like, "Why would you wear re- real jewelry if you're really rich?" Like everybody thinks it's real, anyways. Like, <laughs> buy fake stuff and save your money. That's I, I think that was Chad Johnson. <laughs> that sounds like something but, he would say. He's a smart guy. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. Look, if everybody knows you're a millionaire, why not wear fake diamond earrings? Like, who cares? Yeah. Nobody's gonna question it. No one gives a fuck either. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Another thing we haven't really talked about Miles Sanders a lot, rookie and uh, the rookie running back for the Eagles, um, but they're just saying that's a hamstring injury and he's sitting out of practice for uh, remainder of the uh, OTAs or at least for now. So we'll just keep an eye on that, see if this hamstring issue lingers throughout the off season. Never know. Uh, they said he should be fine going into training camp though. Okay. So. Some something to monitor there, Miles Sanders, uh, dynamic rookie. We'll see how he pans out. That's that's going to be uh, something to watch all off season too. So, okay, um, cool. Do you have any other news? I don't think so. Um, I know this is early in the off season. I just want to make this podcast a little more interesting. But can you just off the top of your head? I'm going to do it as well. I haven't. I'm, I'm probably tr- not going to be able. To, just huh? pick pick one guy. Like we did, we did this last year. We picked like our guys are, you know, we're planning a flag. Who? Sure. Can you give me one? Like, if you want to do one at each position, you don't have to give me too much details. Why? I just want to know. Like, give me like a, a quarterback that you're in love with, a running like back, deep, at, or just anybody that I'm in love with. Deeper would be better because people, you know, everyone loves the high end guys. Um, but yeah, give me someone a little deeper. You know, not a top twelve guy. Sure, sure, sure. Um. And you have somebody on top of your head, and I'll, I'll think about it. Um, the wide receiver that I – the running back who I absolutely love this season, and I know that people – I could be completely wrong, is Ronald Jones. Sure. I, I think Why? that uh, – well, he's going super late in drafts. Um, he, Bruce Arians is there. Um, he's gotten rave reviews as of right now. He's a round two pick last year. Um, if he just gets the work and he's able to hold on to the ball um, – I think he could be steal and draft. I mean, if you're looking, if you are go, you know, zero RB and you're looking for someone who has high upside, I think Ronald Jones, I mean, that offense is built to score points and move the ball. Um, so getting him late in drafts as, you know, a bench player and, you know, if he hits, it's amazing. Like you're going to have a top 24 running back. Yeah. Um, you know, I do think that it's a great sign that they didn't draft a running back behind exactly. him. Exactly. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, that's that's a good sign right there. So I think that's a that's a pretty good pick there. Um, for a running back for me, I mean, I'm not going to go. I mean, we kind of talked about Darius Geis. I think he's going to be moving up much higher in my rankings as we get closer. Uh, I still really like Lamar Miller. Not a lot of people are talking about him. Whoa, okay. I think it's going to be the same <laughs> situation as last year. I don't think Foreman's going to take his job ever. Yeah. Um. 
yeah, I think those are my, those are probably my two guys that I really like, and they're going around the same spot. I think they're both going to be creep up to like RB, you know, like high end RB twos. And Darius Geist definitely has the upside to get into the RB one, uh, RB one realm. Yeah. Got uh, any running, wide receivers? Uh, the guy that I kind, I'm kind of falling in love with late in drafts is um, uh, I don't know if I should love Devonte Parker or Kenny Stills. I'm kind of stuck between those two guys. Really? I think. Uh, I mean, first of all, uh, Fitzpatrick loves throwing the ball deep, and Rosen's going to be our quarterback. You know that, right? Eventually, sure. But Fitzpatrick. I mean, they've already said that Fitzpatrick looks so much better than Rosen right now. And he looked bad last. I mean, I think Rosen just needs to chillax and you know stay on the bench and not like. You know, if he's going to be good, he needs to just look and behind a, another quarterback. Um, right. I don't know. They're, I think the Dolphins are going to be a run-heavy team, and you know, Kenny Stills or Devontae Parker, one of them is going to explode. I'm going to put my money on Devontae Parker. He has a higher pedigree, um, and I think I like him as like you know, end of bench. You know, he could hit finally. You know, we're all waiting for it. Um, so I, I really like where he's going in draft, and I, I think he could hit. If he doesn't, oh, you didn't lose anything. You lost a lot of late round pick. You know, there's a lot of upside there, and I like James Washington. I think that um, the Pittsburgh Steelers are great at drafting wide receivers, and Antonio Brown didn't do anything his first season. I don't think James Washington is going to be Antonio Brown, but I think he's going to be a, a wide receiver too by the end of the season. Sure. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger proved that he can feed the ball a ton to two wide receivers so it's not like uh just because juju's there and you know i don't think he's going to get a ton more tar i mean he got a lot of targets already especially as a wide receiver too um he got a ton of targets i mean there was there were weeks that he was getting you know 12 plus targets right um so if their wide receiver two keeps getting you know that kind of volume yeah there's definitely room for for washington there yeah uh i really like calvin ridley this year i think he makes a big jump um, it's a good one to get to get to an, uh, like a wide receiver two, high end wide wide receiver two area. So that's gonna be my guy that I think I'm going to boost up more. Where do you have him ranked right now? I'm just curious. I have him at 18. That might be too high on him. My I don't think my rankings are complete. I'm still working on them. I don't know if I moved. Uh, I don't know if I moved any of my wide receivers around lately. I don't but. think I have either. I think I I'm moving him down. I was like, whoa, I have him behind Cooper Cup. I don't know about that shit. I trust Ridley. I do too. I, I trust Matt Ryan more than I trust Ridley. And I don't trust uh, one guy I don't like for his current ADP is DJ Moore. I know that's kind of a hot topic. A lot of fantasy people are talking about DJ Moore and Curtis what, Samuel. What are they saying? Um, what, 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 what do you mean? I have him at 19. What, are they, what, what do you mean? Yeah, I think that's about where people like him, anywhere between like the 19 and 25 range. Uh, he did well last year, but Curtis Samuel in the later weeks and I don't have the stat in front of me, but basically like weeks like nine through 15 yeah. or whatever it was, uh, Curtis Samuel tore it up and, uh, yeah, I mean, somebody's going to have to emerge there. And, and I think that, you know, Curtis Samuel has the talent that it takes to, to be that wide receiver one there. Yeah. I think they, I, I honestly think they both do. I think Curtis Samuel does have the extra season under his belt, which is extremely beneficial. So, We'll see if if, if I think I, I think DJ Moore I just, could end up with being the better wide receiver. I just receiver. don't believe in DJ Moore is is what I'm saying because I don't believe in DJ Moore. I like Curtis Samuel a little bit better, you know, okay. than yeah. most because I don't like DJ Moore. So, All right. I respect um, that. Yeah. So those are my guys, and 
I think I can have better analysis as we get a little closer. I'm doing some write-ups on a, on a few different players and I'll have better, uh, better reasons and analysis later, but that's where I'm going now. That's not bad. Uh, at least we made this podcast a little more entertaining than some bullshit of just news. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, all right. So guys, again, don't forget, go to our page, subscribe to eat nation. There's a couple. Oh, I don't know if I said it, but it's free. If you just want our rankings and all that stuff, all you gotta do is sign up. Everything's free. And then if you want the, you know, more stuff, just pay for it. And it's really cheap. So, um, I think we're given a lot more for a lot less this year. And, uh, really it's just to help support us, um, to keep our website going to hopefully pay back some of our contributors that have worked their ass off over the last few seasons, stuff like that. So hopefully, uh, if you guys like what you're hearing, you want to support us, that's a great way to do it. Yeah. That's good. It's, cool. it's all against my vote. I really wanted to charge more, but <laughs> Dale's the one that pushes the button. So I'm like, all right, fine. Armando's like, Armando's like let's be the most expensive draft uh, companion in fantasy football. <laughs> Why the fuck not? <laughs> Anyways. All right, uh, guys, I hope you enjoyed today. We will be coming out with another episode talking a lot about the draft night out, uh, I think, later this week. So stay tuned if you're interested in that. Um other than that, I uh, appreciate you guys listening and downloading. If you haven't given us five stars on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts, make sure you do it. It really helps us. And uh, talk to talk about us on social media. That would be awesome. Again, Why do you uh, sound so down, for, Dale? you got to be more perky. Yeah. Is your, uh, well, I, it's like the end. I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, the game just came on, and so I'm going to watch that. And, uh, yeah, so I think I'm starting to focus my energy on other things besides a podcast so all right good night dale for mono crespo my name is dale thanks for listening we will talk to you guys later yeah eat sleep fantasy you rocking with the best nfl fantasy football podcast we talking mock drafts running backs better follow the conversation with dale christian and armando screaming eat nation we doing what we like tune in every week guarantee we get it hype fantasy Football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Uh Eat Sleep Fantasy.